Welcome to Lowering the Rim. We're talking about practice, man. Hey, welcome to another episode of Lowering the Rim. Um, with me is myself, Caleb, and uh, your other selves. Hi, I'm Caleb. Hi, I'm Drew, sometimes Caleb. And uh, so thanks for joining us. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to start right in on... Uh, Drew was telling us earlier that he quit watching ESPN two years ago, about, and we're just going to ask him to tell us a little bit more about that, unpack that for us a bit. What's your spiral descent? That sounded like you almost said ESPN two years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and ESPN eight, hey, the Ocho. What is, uh... um, well, first of all, I... Guess technically, I will still watch ESPN if it's sports, like an actual game. They televise the, you know, basketball games. Oh, so it's you're like, just talking about the. Sub- it's the uh, anything that's like a studio-based show. I so, quit watching. So you like, quit. You quit watching Cold Pizza, Around the Horn. <laughs> uh, Actually, Around the Horn's not bad. All, I haven't watched it anymore, but. Um, What's the one with the two guys? Like yeah, that down. one first take the jump. All those uh, shows. Pardon the interruption is what I'm thinking of, I think. Uh, that one's okay. Get up. Um, yeah, they... I guess I quit watching them because it's, it... It began to turn into kind of what you were mentioning earlier, Caleb, about... It seemed like they would just say outrageous things because they want people to interact with it to get mad about it, to respond to it, to click on it, you know. It's almost like the if they drum up the negativity or the the controversy, I guess is the, probably the better word, then people engage with it more, but mm-hmm. I just got so tired of that. I just quit watching it. It mm. seemed like everyone was just every segment was a troll job, you know. <laughs> Can you give us an example of the troll jobs? Well, I think it really started, um, I'm trying to think of some of the examples. Okay, well, here was one example. During, I think this was the 2017 season of the NBA, they kept saying um, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant couldn't win MVP because they cancel each other out. Because they were on the same team, yeah. which to me is just absurdity. Like if you're the, if you're the best player, or if you have the best season, you should win MVP. And I think that season, those two, like hands down, were like top two in the NBA, like no question. Mm. But they're, you know, they're creating these, these uh, narratives for other players to win MVP that were just not nearly as good you know what i mean um they also would run into the ground the lebron versus mj argument Mm. i mean they were doing that every single day and Mm. it's just for one lebron's career isn't over so it's kind of a dead dead topic at this time you know Mm. you gotta wait till he finishes to really and two mj is just way better so (laughs) uh but they yeah i mean they would hit that that argument all the time it's just it's just 
started to ring pretty hollow. I I don't like that argument either, but LeBron set himself up to start that argument. Not that ESPN has to do it every single time, but if you're if you're wearing 23, you're setting yourself up for the comparison for the rest of your career. Continue. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you're better than Michael Jordan, then uh, you're, you're setting yourself up for being compared to him, being the next iteration of him, I suppose. But yeah, that, and it's also just hard. Like, comparing players from different eras is gets tricky, too. Um, but back to the original question you asked me. Here's So here's another, like, this is the type of headline these sports shows would run, and you tell me like what you think when you hear it. Mm. Mm. KD's move to the Golden State Warriors is the weakest move in NBA history. Yes or no? Who's KD? <laughs> <laughs> she was a... <laughs> uh, say it again, sorry. I was thinking of that joke while you were talking. Well, Keegan heard it. Okay. Um... Was that like a YouTube like thumbnail type of thing to click on, or is that like a headline? I mean, it probably was, but it would also be like the headline because you know they put up the the topic they're discussing or whatever. It's stuff like that that they would just constantly run, and and it's just like this is so. Are they well? It's from a business standpoint. Are they adapting to the market? So I think that's well. That's to what we had said earlier that's the idea is hey we just need people to interact with this content so as many clicks or likes or um shares as we can get this that's how we're gonna grow our business but here's the thing they've been doing this for years now probably the last i don't know four years it's gotten really bad and I wonder if it has any correlation to NBA ratings in general being down. Like maybe people are just tired of the, the, like this fake drummed up drama sort of narrative stuff that they hype. And no one ever talks about, no one ever talks about like what's actually happening in the games Points, anymore. Steals, blocks, assists. Yeah, it's become less about. The basketball, you know? And more about the red carpet. Uh, sure. <laughs> even, even, so do you think, you think all of this sort of talk about the, um, things that aren't really relevant to people actually playing the sport is making people just tired of the sport completely? Like, why would you not just watch the sport and not listen to all the, yeah, oh, no, I, I see your drum. point because that's basically what I started doing. It's just getting rid of all that stuff and just watching games only. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think it's sort of built into the games as well because, for example, now I have to watch the games. I don't have to. I choose to. I watch the games on mute because some of that carry over carries over uh, into the announcers as well, and it, it just gets uh, – it gets – obnoxious i guess um and so Mm -hmm. i actually watch games on mute now i don't want to hear the commentary anymore so there's just this yeah i mean i i don't know how to gauge that really but i do think there is some carryover from that type of coverage that uh goes on to the games um 
Because me, you know how players do post game afterwards. A lot of those sort of questions end up getting asked by the media mm-hmm. as well, which I think is why there's been a big bash, backlash from players uh, because they're being asked questions that it's like, what does this have to do with the game I just played? Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Do you think it's because like the media and the announcers, they kind of know that basketball is a really boring sport, and so you have to interject <laughs> sort of these narratives of uh, and drama to keep people interested otherwise uh people just want people just don't really want to watch this really boring and uh um um doldrum kind of game of people passing a ball to each other yeah i think it's they want to watch the real world nba yeah edition inside Ooh, edition real rules yeah i think that's why i really appreciated the when um the And One mixtape went on the road and did sort of an MTV sort of following the gang on the <laughs> bus, and we don't need all we don't need to see the dunks. So we want to see that human drama, the sort of human element. So carrying on with this topic, maybe you because you guys aren't as big into basketball, you've probably seen this sort of behavior though in other sort of pop culture things, mm-hmm. right? Have you had any experience with this side, sort of, um, excuse me, with this sort of um, media, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just um, commenting on everything but the thing they should be commenting on. Yeah, have you guys experienced any of that in any other realm of, uh, you know, pop culture, the things that you're into? I mean, I'm sure it's in movies. I can't think of any examples, though. I can't say, yeah, I can't say it off the top of my head, but I know, like, be scrolling through YouTube and it'll be like, you know, a Joe Rogan podcast compilations of all the rudest moments or, uh, you know, uh, whoever. Well, even if you. Even if you <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't think of it anymore. Well, but that just showed up on my phone a couple minutes ago, <laughs> and it was just like. Joe Rogan gets upset at Neil deGrasse Tyson, rude interruptions. And it's like a three minute clip. Mm. And so people will just pluck. The, the, what they'll do is they'll pluck just the negative parts of things and make compilations or. Just highlight that moment, like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's always kind of been in, it's actually always been in film, because people always want to know who actors are dating, like when they're dating each other, like that, like that kind of thing is. Yeah, that's that seems to be infiltrating sports, where before people didn't, sports celebrities, their personal lives weren't really. Of interest. So I think that's a... Okay, that's a great example. Here's a way I could put a pin on it. The Speaking in the film world, when you go to the grocery store, what are all the magazines are those like tabloid, celebrity... Right. um, Mm. You know, you don't know if it's real or not. Mm. Stories and stuff. That's what these NBA shows have become to me. When I watch it, that's how it feels. They feel like the front of tabloids where you don't know if it's real or not, but it's definitely irrelevant to what's the actual sport. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think and that's the feeling I get when I... So I just 
quit watching these shows about two years ago. Yeah. I think it's been, it's probably been an effort on the part of the NBA, or at least like players' agents, to put them, to to make them celebrities the way, like more recently, the way that actors and musicians are celebrities. Because before, like in the, in the 80s and 90s, they, like, they weren't celebrities in the same way. Some were, but probably not as many as there are now. I mean, like, uh, Magic well, Johnson was definitely a celebrity. Larry Bird, Michael Jordan. Yeah, but how the, much? But, but now, to your point, they want m- more and more players to be like that because there's money to be made. Yeah, but it's not like you were seeing their romantic uh, involvements. Hmm. But see, that's not that's not necessarily on the sports shows, the romance side of it. But it is just this, is this nonsensical well, sort of that locker room drama. Yeah, yeah. I just but mean the that's... content feels like those those tabloid magazines. But you, so you think you'd watch it if they had some more of that romance? Um, <laughs> that's why sort of uh, if, uh, if uh, Stephen you know, a was if... <laughs> commenting on the if I could hear about um, you know. Dwight Howard dating ex-celebrity, I would be all in. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I... And I keep emailing um, people at ESPN. I say, hey, where's the romance? Where's the... I need something to keep I need the back. fire. I need the grit, the grind. Yeah. yeah you want yeah. some more clog in the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's why... I've moved more toward podcasts because there's a lot of NBA podcasts that are very, um, I guess you could say analytical driven or, or, you know, driven based on the performances of the actual games. And those are way, yeah, there's just, the content is so much, um, more engaging to me and it's richer. It it feels like you're actually getting something out of it. Well, it has to do with the sport and it's not so much about... It's like if you were listening to a musician, and all you did was talk about what their what their life was like versus analyzing the music. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funner. It's fun to hear how they came up with a song or what is directly related to the song, but if it's some factoid that has nothing to do with their music, don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a big movement has been like, what are the players wearing before the game like it's become a f- mm-hmm. sort of a fashion show which is you know it's whatever i guess some people are into that i'm not really into it partly because i know that all these guys have style personal stylists so it's not like they yeah. picked out the mm. outfit they're wearing you know what i mean yeah so it's like well yeah if i had a personal <laughs> stylist i could look great too mm. you know i'm yeah, I Does don't know. anybody just... wear an old navy or gap? <laughs> Man, Tim Duncan famously is known for. I mean, obviously he doesn't play anymore, but he was known for looking like the most regular Joe. Good, I like that. Good. He's old, in normcore. I think there were yeah. jokes specifically about old navy when you said that. That made <laughs> me think of Tim Duncan about him just wearing that kind of stuff to games, like stuff that doesn't fit him, super baggy. Good. I want. You know what? I want. I want them all coming out with one of those uh, swish suit coaches. V-neck uh, sh- uh, jackets. You know what I'm talking about? 
the yeah the the noise jacket for yeah. gym class with yeah. the matching uh, pants. Yeah. It's probably going to be like not, a neon teal but color. Not, but not the zip up, the V neck. It goes over. The oh, neck. yeah, the pullover. Oh, yeah. Yeah. pullover. Like your starter jacket. You remember yeah. you had those starter jackets? Yeah. Describe for the folks at home. You each had one. I think I had one too, but go ahead and yeah. describe the ones you had. C- Caleb, you can go first. Yeah. Well, did I have the Panthers or the Jaguars? I don't remember. I think I had Panthers, Jaguars, Drew saying. Uh, it was a Jaguar. Must have this been. is circa what 93 94 yeah. maybe no it'd be later than that was it 90 it couldn't be a little more later than 96 yeah, maybe 96 uh but it was a nice teal heavy coat with the uh where are the jaguars from jacksonville jacksonville, jacksonville. the jacksonville jaguars logo and it had it was just a pullover so it's not a full zip it just, but it's like a winter coat yeah it's a winter coat and it just has a half zip down from the neck to about uh the stomach, I guess, mid stomach, mm-hmm. and it has a little front pocket. You can stick your. I love that the kangaroo pocket, right? Yeah. And my, it had a hood on it too. There was a hood, hood on it. A hood. I thought my Panthers was a zip, not a pullover. Was no, it, it was a, pullover? Well, it was a half zip. It's a half zip. Uh, Remember, it had that giant S with the star zipper a, yeah, logo. It was a starter. Yeah, because there's a starter, and the their logo was the zipper handle. And it had North Carolina blue sleeves, mostly white, a panther on the back. And it was when those teams were fairly new. That's right. Caleb, yours was like that, too, where it had a giant embroidered logo on the yeah. back. That was cool. Yeah. That was from the Carol Baskinville's Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, we just liked them because uh, they had big cats on them. We didn't really know Game what, cats. what they were referencing. Yeah, I remember just being so elated when Dad gave us those. What was yours? Did you have one? Yeah, I had the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. So looking back, I think yours, one of yours would have been better because the back of mine was just a, a navy star, a, star. a very flat-looking star yeah. as well. So, mm. But the Cowboys were a better team back then. They were, but, man, a cat just sounds gorgeous. <laughs> just watching out for your back. Yeah, Yeah, for some Through reason, uh, we were around to witness some very cool mascot add-ons to both the nfl and the nba panthers jaguars and then raptors grizzlies oh yeah the, cool. oh don't forget that we saw the thunder too more recently <laughs> <laughs> i do remember to your point keegan the raptors grizzlies not only did they have these really cool new like logos slash animals that their colors were pretty out there yeah. compared to all other yeah. NBA teams when they first came into the yeah. league. I like that. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah, they got really experimental when they added on, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and I wish they would have... Uh, I wish Pelicans is a cool name. Needs a better logo, though. You don't like the just the... No, the there's so much you could do. Looking. You could use the bird, but... It seems like, yeah, why does it, it seems like the, the design of all the team's logos have gotten really flat mm-hmm. of late. They're very flat and, like, not menacing at all. Yeah, well, some of them are tough to work with. The two that come to mind, I think we've mentioned this before, the Nets, their logo is just a basketball, so... Yeah, but... That, I mean, that looks very basic. And then the Magic, I think theirs is just a star, as well, so it's like they have nothing. But I feel like the magic and the 
The Magic's like color the scheme An- is cool. The Anthony Hardaway Magic. I feel like their stuff looked really cool. Uh, they got, they were well, I thought we were specific. I'm not talking about the jersey colors. I'm talking about the logo. Isn't no, that I'm what you said? No, logo. Their logo is literally just, just the word magic with like a no, the more you like, know star. Yeah, but then it was a basketball, <laughs> wasn't it? It was like a black basketball with a white outline and then like stars coming off of it. I think you're uh, retroactively updating your nostalgia. Yeah, I think you're making their logo better than what it actually Shit. is right now. Which is fine. They They probably are listening to this and they're jotting down notes and... <laughs> You yeah. see? Yeah, look at that. That's pretty cool. You like that? I think it's, it's so like basic. A, it's it's like just the basketball. Ball. Yeah, but it's still got a little fun coming off. Of it. <laughs> oh, well, a little magic. Just the basketball stars coming I like off that of it. logo. That would be the Penny Hardaway that's Nike logo. It's the one cent sign. Oh, that's fine. That one's good, but yeah, I just. They should do something with that dragon. Their mascot's that dragon. Oh, they yeah, could do yeah, something yeah. with that for the magic instead of just a star. That's a good idea. What was the other one? Magic's was? pretty open-ended. Yeah, I feel like you can just explore Some and sort of find dragons sort of and witches and whatever. Remember the wizards? <laughs> that was a weird name. <laughs> They're still around. Well, they, they, had, are, they were the bullets, but then that was too violent, so <clears throat> they switched to the wizards, which I think you could... You could get a good logo with the Wizards. The one they had was very um, clip-arty. Yeah. I like that they used to have a Wizard, though. Now they went back to their logo is just the Washington Monument. Oh. But they're still called the Wizards. If, if yeah, I was going to redesign the Wizards, it would be Voldemort. That's what it would be. Uh, called, that would be better than what... You know what their mascot's name would be? Voldemort. <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> oh, what if they just changed their name to then the? They would move to Baltimore. To the Washington, like <laughs> they'd be called the Baltimore Baltimores. <laughs> okay, that's near DC, isn't it? Baltimore. Who's the CEO I don't of know, NBA? Geography. I think it is near DC. Who runs NBA? What if they just changed their name to the Washington Georges? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be good. And then the Washington uh, Monument uh, would make more sense. And it was George Foreman. I thought you were going to say they'd be called the Washington Monuments. I actually like that name a lot too. That's Monuments not bad. bad. Yeah, I like the sound of the. If it was that just word if it, anyway. If it was like, uh, well, then they. If it's just the Washington Monument with arms sticking out, flexing. <laughs> With a big girth of muscle. They could call their starting five the Monuments Men. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I like That's that. How about the Washington um, conspiracy theories? That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, NBA don't use clip art looking stuff anymore. Unless There's for the tons of artists out there. I see them all over Instagram. Reach out, you know, see what you can find. Yeah. I like to get on... Uh... I will say kudos to the Memphis Grizzlies. They brought back, this year they brought back the Vancouver jerseys. Cool. Looked fantastic, cool. yeah. Even when they moved to Memphis and their colors changed, those were cool colors, I thought. Yeah, I like that they had a bear as the logo, too. I mean, that's it looks like 
you know, something aggressive, something that wants to compete. Yeah. It's not a tiger. But any sort of, I'm down for any sort of game cat. <laughs> Just yeah. animals in general. Big, are like... big cats. Are there any besides, is there any cat logos in the NBA? Mascots? I know there was bobcats for a Oh, yeah, Charlotte. Um, yeah, why do they change their name from the Hornets to Bobcats? Is that just someone trying to... Because the Hornets moved to New Orleans. And then they became the Pelicans. But then Charlotte got another team? They, they took a yeah, team? Yeah, they got a team called the Bobcats. But then when the... From where? When where the, did they create a new? They just started a new one. And then when the... When the Hornets became the Pelicans again in New Orleans, Charlotte became the Hornets again. Hornets is definitely the best color scheme on any jersey. I'm going to just say that right now. Thank you for saying that. They also have a good logo. It's like, I mean, it's a hornet, so it's like, Mm -hmm. it looks like this aggressive insect. It's going to sting you. Here I come. I don't. That's weird now that you say that. I don't think there's any cats in the NBA, which (laughs) (laughs) every other sport has him. Hockey. Football, college. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Tennis. Golf. <laughs> Horse. Lawn bowling. Mm. Yeah. Why are there no game cats? Like you, like we said, Oklahoma City could become the Tiger Kings. Oh, yeah. That would be a fantastic oh, name for them. Yeah. Instead of the Thunder. Thunder's terrible name. There's got to be some other... Even if you're going to do a storm, there's got to be a better word than thunder out there. Um, the the lightning? Doppler yeah. effect? <laughs> the natural disaster is not as fun. What if they were the OKC Sharknados? <laughs> yes. You get, it's, you get the best of both Sh- worlds. Sharknado 3, maybe. <laughs> what if they were the Trimmers? Wow. And they just had a giant uh, worm coming up out of sorry, them. Sorry, when I, you said trimmers, I was thinking hair trimmers. Oh. It's like, well, that's taken. No, I'm talking... Kevin I'm Bacon talking. worms. <laughs> Kevin Bacon worms. That'd be good. Uh, was that movie set in Oklahoma? I don't know. No, probably, no I think it's like... set in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, we know. Texas. All right. Um, oh, it is Texas. Is it? I was just I've only seen bits and pieces of it yeah. on TV. I was thinking like Texas, or I was th- I was actually thinking more like North Dakota or something in the summer. Mm. Now like one of those sort of states. I'm gonna make a hard left here, and uh, Keegan, you've been showing me videos recently of um, what do you call it? Impersonators, people that can do other people's voices pretty well. Now, me and Caleb think you have a couple that you have mm-hmm. honed in on pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just wondering if you could share a few of those with us. Um, who? <laughs> I think you're... Well, let me just say this. I've got a canker sore and it hurts to talk, but I'll see what I can... What, Caleb, do you remember any? Do. The first I'm thinking of is he can... I think his Ben Shapiro is pretty spot on. <laughs> oh, oh. I forgot about Ben. Um, As we all usually do. He does a couple other ones, though. 
Caleb, you're not recalling any of them? No. Uh, Caleb, you do impersonations. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's hear your Ben Shapiro. Uh, this is Ben Shapiro trying to win a debate. Sir. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, that's not worse. even your good one. You've done way better than that, but I get it. You've got a canker sore. Yeah, that's man, really you do. Hard. Okay, name a couple others you feel like you can do though. Your own Wilson's pretty good. There's another one that I've heard you doing around yeah, the house I that's can't. pretty spot on. He did, he's, uh, Randy Quaid. He does really well. <laughs> um, Dean Kane. He's got a lock on. Uh, and you can just jump Kane. in. With, you can jump in with some of these. Uh, Keegan, think of the, some of the other ones you've done before. Oh, Luca Mignotta or whatever his name is. Yeah, Luca. the Don't F with Cats guy. You can do that yeah. one pretty well. Yeah. It, I, I always do them better like right after I hear them because I kind of absorb their energy. It's a little harder to go in cold. <laughs> well, cold sore. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's three right there. Who's the that's third? Three. You could do Owen Wilson, Ben Shapiro, Luca Mignogna. Oh, my Owen is. Really, I'm gonna downplay my Owen and say it's me doing an impersonation <laughs> of Edward Norton doing an impersonation <laughs> of Owen Wilson. Mm. So then you can do Owen Wilson and Edward Norton. Good. I can. I can do get into layered impressions and they get watered down as the deeper you go. <laughs> Well, so. We call it Inception Impressions. A lot of it is just repeating lines of dialogue or lines I've said in an interview. That's sort of mostly what the impression is. It's just mm-hmm. memorization. Now, I famously cannot do any impressions, <laughs> and I'm fine with that. But it's, I, it's you, something I, thought, I deal uh, with. I thought you used to be able to do a pretty good Louis Armstrong. I did, and then I think I did it so much that I, I, my throat... Yeah, my throat just got mm, scarred pretty let's just bad. Let's try. Just I don't think I can a, do it anymore. Just sing a wonderful world. <laughs> okay, just for the ah, listener at home, it's going to take me a minute to get there. I don't think I can do it anymore. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's it. white. Ah. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I can't get there anymore. Can't. Uh, it hurts can't my throat so bad. So Drew, do, Drew can't do the vo- the vocal impressions as much, but his face is consistently doing an impression of Jared Leto. <laughs> this uh, that's permanent. This sort of humor it doesn't, doesn't go away. Now I actually used. I did. I don't have the video anymore. I did. I could do his laugh from when he played the Joker. Who's? Oh, Jared Leto. Leto, yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Did I do it? Yeah, I think I, I, uh, I think I could do it because anyone could do it. You just I, laugh. When I don't have a sore in my mouth, I can do the um, wall AC unit from <laughs> Brave Little Toaster, which is a sort of a Jack Nicholson it's, type. It's Phil Hartman doing a Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Well, again, it's a watered-down <laughs> sort of... Uh, it's terrifying. It is a very scary scene. Well, I think it was watered down because your AC had a leak in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it had sprung a you leak. You guys have... think you're so special. <laughs> I like being in a wall. <laughs> 
No, who was that? That was uh, that was the AC from the Brave. Oh, that was that was the impression. Okay, great. You think the master's coming back? No, I hear it. I hear it in there. Yeah, I can do a little bit of blanket too. Let's hear the blanket. Misty, misty. Well, that's that's more that's more of. Anakin Skywalker. It's a mix of the blanket and and Anakin Skywalker. Episode three. Yes, Misty. Yes, Misty. (laughs) Misty. Shoutouts to Nick Coriasi. Are there (laughs) impressions you can do, Caleb? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I just thought of another one. Keegan can do all the social commentators. I said Ben Shapiro. He used to do Alex Jones pretty well. I, oh, I thought, yeah, King could do it. Yeah. Really good Alex Jones. I thought it was you that could do it. I get us confused. <laughs> no, that was definitely you. That's again. I have to hear him. I have to get revved up. I'll tell you who I can do really well is Teller from Pin and Teller. I've got him down. <laughs> I do. I do a really good Silent Bob. <laughs> is that him at his comic book store, or is that, or is him in the movies? Uh, definitely in the movies. Okay. Yeah. Am I remembering that one? Wasn't the silent one the guy that has a comic book show now? Or is that the... Is the silent one the one with the long hair? Long, the one that didn't okay. talk. Okay. I well, remembered that, that wrong. Jay yeah. is uh, the long hair. I've never seen a single Jay and Silent Bob movie. Strikes Back. Clerks. Clerks 2. Whatever. See Dogma? That's probably why I got it I haven't confused. Seen I haven't seen them either. I think Dogma's the only one I've seen. Dogma's like loaded with celebrities, isn't it? Isn't like Chris it's... Rock and Matt Damon? Yeah, Ben Affleck. Well, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are the main characters. Oh. Alanis Morissette is in it. Never seen really? it. Is this a comedy as well? Yeah. It's, it's like a like, spiritual it's Matt... thing, right? My vague recollection of it is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are fallen angels. <laughs> and there's no statement has been truer. <laughs> and they're trying Matt to... well Matt Demon. They're trying to make their way back to heaven or something something like that. Ben affliction. It's sort of a buddy buddy journey. Now our first introduction to Ben Affleck was in the educational series, Voyage of the Mimi, yeah. around middle school time. Which right. he's like, what, 13 in that? Something like that. And that was his debut. You watched those in science class. And the theme song, I still remember it. Very piratey. Oh, that was the theme? Yeah. That's I don't it. know where I thought that was from, but I... It's almost it like Gilligan's that. Island. It's from um, V of it, the Mimi, dude. It was very catchy, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, what there was there lessons that went along with it? Like you had a little workbook, you'd watch an episode. Yeah, and, and then there was the scientific offshoots of the episode that just explained scientifically what happened in the show, like hypothermia and how it works. Mm. See, that's the only one I remember too, just because I was so shocked about them getting. Um, they're teaching that for hypothermia, you need to get as close to naked as possible and sit next to each other and cover up to yeah heat up the other person did that show teach us about guacamole don't they eat guacamole on that show and then they brought it to class which like guacamole in california is like pretty commonplace but in indiana we didn't have guacamole mm-hmm. that often at least in that time period 
Yeah, it's like this new foreign food, huh? Yeah. They also taught you how to make drinking water out of, like, oh, if you had ocean that. water or just yeah. dirty water, they show you how to make make it uh, drinkable. Under your own urine. How to just pee in your mouth and how if you do that once, you can do it at least three times before you get dehydrated. Because mm-hmm. your body kind of works as the Brita. Is it three, <laughs> is it three times? Body <laughs> works as the Brita. <laughs> uh, I heard if you meditate enough, you can get it up to six. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you just sort of, uh, you know, you aim towards your lips. Just sort of spray your mouth with yeah, some of your own. Yeah, sort of be on your back, your legs, <laughs> your legs, getting some air time. And you just sort of get a taste of your own gold, and <laughs> you're uh, hydrated but in the desert. <laughs> well, hopefully it's not gold until about the third or fourth time. <laughs> it's very similar to how the brand Gold Peak got started. Well, I mean, it depends on yeah, it depends on how hydrated you are. You might be getting a taste of your own gold or your own water, your own clear urine, or you, or for me, there's at least a little bit of red. <laughs> Sometimes it, it's a lemonade. And then another thing is you don't you don't have to be in the desert to do this. You can just be at home, or maybe you're in an office. We had a. When we had that drought a couple of years back, I remember Keegan w- w- walking into his room and he was just laying on his back with his legs touching the sky. <laughs> and that, that pure golden arch just glistening off the uh, natural light coming in. Look at that open window. Yeah, the only, thing, the only problem with that natural light is you get to see how much it mixes with the dust in the air. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. And you know your body's in for a little yeah. bit of overtime. <laughs> it's got a little more to work out it's, of the. You know, but I kind of like a bit of that gristle. <laughs> Ew, well, it's, you know? it's good for your fiber. You know, take. It's, yeah. it's just calming, just becoming a human fountain for yourself <laughs> and just sort of hearing that trickle in the back of your throat as it arches. <laughs> Now I remember your mouth. I remember our friend Jared telling us you could also use your teeth as an extra filtration device, <laughs> and you sort of just clench them together and you, and just yeah. filter it through. Now the problem with that is it starts to sort of splash into your nose and your cheeks and. Uh, well, and you um, would not recommend if you have facial hair you to lo- take you part. You lose a lot of that liquid gold, and what ideally we want to keep as much of that as possible. We don't mm. want it splashing on the ground, so. Recommend maybe laying down a, a tarp or something that you could maybe suck up so some of the remnants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, that's what Voyage of the Mimi taught us. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks Ben Affleck for your dogma and your, your P. P. No, he just came out with a basketball movie, didn't he? Oh yeah. Or did it not release yet? Did it, it get released. pushed? It released, I think. Is, it, is that Overcomer? What's it called? I don't remember. No, it's like a couple words, like the last shot or <laughs> a good game. Or, no, Keegan, uh, keep going on that train of thought. Tell us all the possible movie titles that could be basketball uh, movies. <laughs> Fight Back or... Uh, Hardwood. <laughs> 
Um, Down and out, but we make the comeback. Coaches struggle. Uh, in the, the last call. In the paint. Yeah. Overtime. In the paint. Overtime. Okay. Uh, uh, bl- block him out. <laughs> Give and go big or go home. Cancel the noise. Penetration. <laughs> um, the comeback. That might act. is that one the comeback? Yeah, probably. Uh, sounds familiar. If that is a movie, then that. Oh no, that's a Lisa Kudrow thing for HBO. The comeback. Oh. Who? It's a TV show. I think so. Um. Speaking of all this phraseology, I've got a basketball dash for you guys. Caleb, you want to hit the music? Yeah. Let me just find it here. Okay. It's time for basketball. Okay. This one is Diop. Diop? That's the first one, yeah. Diop? That's actually. Diop. That's for. DYOP. Diop? DYOP. That's do it yourself often, please. Mm hmm. That's correct. Okay. Next one is Charity Stripe. (laughs) (laughs) That's sort of a mint candy that they give to their charity of choice, and then the league doubles whatever they gave the players. That's what they call the, um, on the Orlando Magic jerseys, just the, uh... The, the pinstripes. They call them the charity stripes. They go through the jersey? Yeah. Wow, I like that. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, that's know. all I had. <laughs> that's it? Y- yeah. Okay, I'm just going to throw words at you, Drew, that I don't think you know. Okay. And there's no theme to this other than I, words that I don't think you know. Caleb, <laughs> hit the theme. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are words we don't think that Drew knows. <laughs> and if you come up with any, let me know. Wait, would I know these words? Are they film words? Are They're they just whatever. Words? There's no theme oh, here. Oh, so can this be for me too? They're obscure words. Sure. Okay. Crypt- cryptozoology. Do mm, you want this one? Or? Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> oh, he's got, it. he's got it honed in already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just when you pay to get into a zoo with Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's so close to the truth. I that's good. Taste it. What do you think it is, Drew? I think Caleb <laughs> nailed that one thing. right this on the head. This is what it on is. The head. <laughs> it's called knowledge. Um, Cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Thresh. I, you know any Phantasmagoria. I love that word, by the way. That's a good word. Oh, that's... Um, when you're afraid of the movie Fantasia, you, <laughs> you, you refuse to watch it. Yeah. Or Fantasia 2000, well, for that matter. Well, that's Phantasmagoria 2000. Uh-huh. That's what that one's called. You also, it's a little different, but you can't watch the never-ending story either for some reasons. People suffer from that as well. Just the first one. The second one's fine. Yeah. Okay. DSM-4. Look it up. <laughs> Um, trying to think of more. Just <laughs> should have really prepped this. Uh, I've got one. Mouse <laughs> <laughs> Uh 
Um, Keegan, you can uh, take that one. I've already answered. Dude, everyone knows what a Mousketool is. Yep. I only know the mystery Mousketool, uh, which could be anything. That's the great thing about a Mousketool is it could be anything. It could be a screwdriver. It could be a trash can. Could, could be, be maybe, a friend. Could be maybe a contract, a fountain pen, astronaut food, a dinosaur, a weight loss program, a remote control, a <laughs> Craigslist ad. And Your own filtered urine. That too. Mm-hmm. Cool. I guess I only had two terms for you, Drew. Oh. Well, I think it worked. <laughs> yeah, I think we got. Uh, podcast here yeah so once you end your podcast all you have to say is oh toodles <laughs> all you have to say is oh toodles <laughs> caleb hit the music all right thank you for listening to another episode of lowering the rim follow us on twitter and instagram at lowering the rim and feel free to email us your fan questions lowering the rim at gmail.com we'll see you next time